You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. back on the locker room sports media podcast my name is jacob his name is matt and it's thursday february 17th at 7 33 p.m of the year of our lord 2022 matt how are we doing this weekend good it's almost the weekend <laughs> almost the weekend is it uh over in haze did you guys get nuked with snow today no, it stayed south and east of us. So it's kind of funny. It split. So you're west and I'm south east, I guess, of you. Mm-hmm. And it went it went right in between us. So like everywhere from Wichita to Kansas City got like five, six inches of snow, but we didn't get any. Really? Yeah. We I mean we it rained. It rained and it was actually like pretty warm last night and this morning, and then it got cold this evening. But yeah, that was about it. Just some rain and a little drizzle of like sleet, but Really, that was it. Wow. So, so yeah, uh, weather was pretty nice last week and part of this week, and and uh, next week, uh, we'll see. But let's uh, get cold again here. We're we're in uh, we're in second winter right now, so it yeah. goes so it goes first winter. Uh, uh, was it spring fake, or fall? Fa- no, 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 fake spring. Then second winter. Then then almost spring and then third winter and then actually spring it's all right yeah, people people don't realize like we get like ice storms and like big i remember like we've gotten snowstorms in march and april so i'm not it's not we're not even close to being out of the woods no no not even <laughs> yeah as much as i would like to be because i absolutely hate the winter time i hate it can i can i swear <laughs> yeah you can swear i fucking hate winter <laughs> Yeah, we're it's uh I remember we got one of our worst snowstorms in March over spring break that we got like a foot of snow. <laughs> yeah, golly. So hopefully hopefully the weather starts to turn here soon, but you know, I'm getting ahead of myself. And I remember last year about February we got that worst, you know, that terrible snowstorm last year, but yeah. Anyway, uh it's February, halfway through February. We're almost into March. Um uh I guess speaking of springtime, we have uh K-State baseball kicking off tomorrow in Texas. Yes, um, sir. They, they play Arizona, Auburn, and I am slipping on the third team, but they have a three-team uh tournament this weekend down in uh round robin tournament down in Arlington uh at the Texas Rangers Stadium. So go K-State baseball. It's Matt, Matt, you can see my new K-State baseball hat. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I can. <laughs> shout out. I need to buy a shirt. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my uncle for giving me this hat. So it's pretty sweet. And uh, all right. Shout out of the week. Matt, do you have a shout out of the week? I got one written down, but do you have uh, any other shout outs? Who do I want to shout out? No one right now. No, maybe later if I think of one. But I, I, I've been so busy this week. I did not have time to think sure. about it. No worries. <laughs> I will shout out. And for those from uh, Central Kansas or are familiar with, you know, high school basketball between 2015 and 2018, uh, McPherson standout Taylor Robertson playing for OU these days. She's a senior this year. She graduated high school, and I want to say 2018 from McPherson. 
and is playing at Oklahoma University for the Sooners. Um, she is currently third in free throw percentage, first in three-pointers made, and fifth in three-point percentage in the NCAA uh, as far as all, you know, all players in the women's NCAA basketball. So shout out to Taylor Robertson. Uh, um, used to see her and her dad shooting at the YMCA there at McPherson um, every time I would go. Probably the most one of the most dedicated um, basketball players I've ever met and had the privilege to see her grow up and play with her one-on-one every once in a while and, and win a state championship for McPherson. So shout out to you, Taylor Robertson. Very and, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting to see if you got anything else to say. <laughs> no, did you? Uh, did she ever come close to beating you? Did she ever beat you in one-on-ones? You're also uh, way taller than her. So. I was way taller than her, but uh, she definitely had the uh, three-point stroke down. So, oh, I bet. Um, you know, I would get tired and <laughs> not not gonna yeah. lie. I played I played basketball last night for the first time, and you know, I I've been working out for a while now, but I haven't like done any basketball cardio. So I went yeah. to go play last night. Way different. And, uh, wow, it's it's crazy different. I played this guy who's probably like five four. He's like, hey, come play one on one against me. He's like, all right. 5'4", dude. All he did was shoot threes, and he made all of them. And I was like, I can't guard the perimeter because <laughs> yeah. I'm too slow. Like I, I can't move side to side right now because I need to, I need to, you know, get back in the basketball shape. So, and it didn't, didn't help that I didn't go work out tonight because I came home and took a nap, like I told you earlier. So, <laughs> do they have a Y down there, or do you go play at the what rack? At, yeah, at the Y. I got membership oh. here at the Y, so they got cool. you know weights and classes and cardio, and then they also got a bunch of bas- basketball courts. And a swimming pool, a half half Olympic length swimming pool. I want to say it's yeah. half Olympic, but um, and that's another thing I need to do is swim a little bit. So, <laughs> so go ahead and uh, we'll do a uh, run down the podcast. We're gonna do a quick. Uh, wow, words today, buddy. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> quick coaches archives. K State men's basketball current team leaders. That's the topic tonight. So I hope you've been paying attention to that, Matt. Uh, yes, case State men's basketball recaps. A couple games uh, they played on Saturday and Monday this past week. And then um, previewing this Saturday and next Tuesday, they got Oklahoma State and KU upcoming. And then we're going to go ahead and do our early Big 12 tournament predictions. Um, if If the seating were to end today, we'll go ahead and um, give a you know quick rundown of what we think is going to go down in the Big 12 tournament, and then other sports, lots of other sports today, and I think that's that's going to wrap it up for the podcast. So uh, let's go ahead and jump in to the coaches' archives. Matt, are you ready? I hope so. <laughs> back, it's it's back to the uh, just me and you on this podcast. So gosh darn it, sorry. Just the best luck. You get to prove why you're the trivia master today. The last God, couple, I hope so. The last couple of weeks, uh, <laughs> so we've had guests, we ask the question and they just stare at us like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> no offense, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you a number and you have to guess. Okay, well. I'll give you the number and what the category is, like oh, points or steals or blocks, and then you have to say what K State player is leading that that category for the team this year. All right. Yes, sir. All right. 
17.5 points per game. Nigel Pack. Easy. Nice. <laughs> this one's going to be even easier because. Oh, no, it's not. Don't say that. <laughs> this one's... No, no, no. This one's going to be even easier. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to say the number. Okay, I'll say the number. 8.5 rebounds. Oh, Mark Smith. Easy. Yeah. Two for two. Assists. 5.0. Oh. oh, shoot. Oh, God. No. no. Number one, Noel. Noel? Noel, yeah. Marcus Noel? Yeah. Got it. Oh, yes! Marquise Noel, five assists per game. Uh, number four, 2.3 steals per game. Hmm. I'm going to go with Marcus Noel again. Got it. Four for four? Oh, yes. All right, this one might be a little tough, but yeah. we'll see if you get it. Half a block a game. Half a block a game? 0.5 blocks a game. Leading the team. I got to go with Mark Smith because he's a grinder. It's Bradford. Oh, that was my other guess. But uh, yeah. Davion Bradford actually leads something uh, for the Cats. Half a block a game. Um, Second in blocks per game is Lingard. He also has half a block a game. Third is Easy Yegu. So our big three guys, our our three big guys have blocks, and uh, that's about it. (laughs) Because we always play the smalls. Right, exactly. We always do like. Wow. So, all right, Matt, you went four for five. That's all I got for the coaches archives tonight. Nice. <laughs> so switch it up a little bit on that. So um, let's go ahead and transition into K-State recaps. Iowa State on Saturday and West Virginia on, uh, I think that was Monday. Uh, K-State had to make a comeback against Iowa State uh, in Ames, 75 and 75 to 69 victory. What a game. I, I caught the second half of this game. Um, the first half of the game I was watching or I was uh, hanging out with my nephews at the at the local rec center swimming in the pool and playing basketball. So you have to, you know, give them the description of the first half. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. We were down by 15. But it seems like that could be a magic number because we were down a lot, at least maybe by 10 to West Virginia or maybe yeah. even more and came back. Um, the second half, I'll be honest, when you're, I was watching it with some buddies, I don't know how we came back. I really don't. Yeah. We hit some – the shots at the right time. Well, we were down by, like, what, six points with, what, eight minutes left, and Iowa mm-hmm. State went on a huge scoring drought, and we ended up tying it up, and we had the ball. with then less. It was a terrible it was, possession. You know, it was So, for those who don't know, we had the ball left with – you know, it was the last shot of the game. And in my mind, I think Marquise Noel thought we had the lead and was just waiting for Iowa State to foul them. But I don't know what happened. I, Bruce had a timeout left. Well, Marquise ends up dribbling out the clock and then takes a wild three, and then we go to overtime. I mean, luckily we were tied, but still, like, I don't know what happened on that last possession. Somebody had a brain fart there. I mean, the whole team was just like, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> had a stroke on the last possession of the fourth quarter of the second half. So K-State did go on to end up winning in overtime 
75 to 69. Big, big win on the road. That was huge. I mean, I will say uh, Pack had 19 points. Uh, we shot 41% from the field. And I, and that's pretty good. We've K State basketball historically, Matt, what do you think historically? I mean, what's, what's the consensus on like free throw percentage historically in the last like 20 years? I think we've always been kind of bad. <laughs> gen- generally, uh, yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I was waiting for you to say. Yeah. Generally, K-State basketball has been a bad free throw shooting team. I think the last four or five games, especially Mark Smith, uh, we've been shooting the line at the line like 75 to 80% from the line. And yeah. I, I think that's what's helping us win the last four out of our last five games is just free throw shooting. I mean, the uh, – Even Bradford's been hitting them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then the, yeah. the, the West Virginia game, 31 for 39 from the free throw line, 79. That's really good. That's almost unheard of for K-State basketball. So mm-hmm. uh, K-State on, uh, was that, Monday, uh, was behind by we – were, well, we were down 15. Mm-hmm. And then I tweeted out the picture of your face, which everybody loved on Twitter, and it worked. So now it's our pinned – tweet on our twitter page follow us at the locker room and we came back and won we stormed back we went on a huge run i think it was 18 to 2 run at one point yeah he stayed uh and then west virginia almost came back and we almost choked it away but uh 78 to 73 k-state with back-to-back victories in the big 12 and now we're in what fifth place sixth place sixth place yes um two more wins and we're pretty much in it we locked it no, no, no. We're in, we're in fifth, pal. Oh, we are in fifth. Yeah. TCU wow. six, Oklahoma State seventh, and so on. So fifth seed for now. We got five games left. And uh, Matt, what do you think has changed the last four or so games? Um, Bruce Weber always finds – I still think we need to move on, but we'll get to that eventually. <laughs> Bruce Weber always finds a way where his teams just come together at the right time. I don't know which which one it is. Yeah, no, I agree. And and we were having this discussion at lunch today. And for some reason, and of course, this is important in any team. And this is probably a big reason why they've bounced back is the players and the coaches, they all have each other's backs. No oh, yeah. matter no matter how much slander gets thrown out there on Twitter or social media or in the media or in the in the general media players have each other's backs they're playing they're playing with each other for each other and that's why they're winning these games recently um you know they're doing the little things right they're you know doing little things better i should say uh rebounding against west virginia they only lost that battle by three and the iowa state game they got the loose balls and turned turned iowa state over a fair amount of times and you know those little things they turn into big things because it's, it's just a snowball effect Mm-hmm. one thing turns into two things, two things turns into four and so on. And it just exponentially gets better and better. So um, one thing about the cats, if they could just put together two complete halves, just think how good they could be down the stretch here. It's insane. And I do want to say, we, I will say something that's negative. That I, li- I listen to Tim Fitzgerald a lot. <clears throat> um, he said that West Virginia game was probably the worst crowd he's ever seen at a case basketball <laughs> game. Yeah. As was, in, in the last 25 years, he said there was maybe 2,500 people there. Maybe. It was Excuse pretty me. bad. And he said, there's no excuse. And basically what he's saying, 
majority's fan base is not interested anymore. No, I agree. Let's ex- let's look that up. ESPN yeah. had it at five thousand. No, it's not. <laughs> I see. That's the thing. I I I look at those numbers online, and they're like they have the attendance, and then how full it was. But I just I don't know where they get those numbers from. You know. <laughs> because yeah. the last like couple games they even say it was five thousand, which I don't believe, you know. Yeah. So uh no, and, and and I remember you texted me. I mean, the, the West Virginia game was on Monday night, which was Valentine's Day. And the student section was even that good either if you look more at the oh, pictures. No, I agree. Yeah, it, yeah. it was only about half full, and the game was at six o'clock again on a Monday. But still, I mean, this gets a big 12. I mean, used to be just packed all the time. Right. Well, I think part of it is just people just ever since, you know, of course, we're, you know, in my opinion, in my opinion, you know, this is take it, take it with a grain of salt. But I think the pandemic is basically over. Yeah, we're but, going down the hill, down slide hill. But uh, because of the last two years or so that people just haven't gone out. I mean, people just don't want to go out anymore. Yeah. Like people just got comfortable staying at home and like, Oh, there's so many of these other things I can do at home or really it's not even that it's people, you know, spent the last two years just staring at their phone. So yeah. Now, they can now, just, now, now nobody uh, knows what to do with themselves. They're like, what did I used to do before the pandemic? Oh, I used to go to these basketball games. I used to go out to restaurants and blah, blah, blah. It's just people just don't like leaving their houses anymore. No. And I think that's been a side effect of the pandemic. So I think that's part of the reason why even the football team, saw not the greatest crowds in the world for some of their games yeah but basketball for sure is 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 feeling it so okay but still needs to get better <laughs> well and it, and we're winning games we're we we're starting are, to win games yeah we're, we're a bubble team now and, and you know in my opinion three of the last five games are you know very very winnable like they should win those games so, I mean, I don't want to skip ahead, but we got um, Iowa, Iowa State. State Saturday and then KU Tuesday. Well, no, Oklahoma State Saturday. Oh, Oklahoma State, yeah. KU Tuesday and then Iowa State and then Texas Tech. And then we finish the year at home against OU. So that's, I want to say, two home games left. So we're yeah. at Oklahoma State, at KU. And then we – did we beat Texas Tech at home or was that on the road? At home. That was at home. Okay. So two home games left. Um, so Oklahoma and Iowa state, we already beat Iowa state and we should have beat Oklahoma with our pandemic team. You know, our team was ravaged with COVID we had seven players. So that's Oklahoma state. We also already beat and Oklahoma state just came off. I mean, speaking of Oklahoma state on Saturday, they just came off a blowout loss to Kansas. They got crushed. I watched that game. Oh, yeah. it was bad. They yeah. did not. They did not seem to care at all. Yeah. And I, I mean, it had nothing to do with being in, you know, a, uh, Allen Fieldhouse. It had nothing to do with that. They just don't care anymore. I mean, their season's almost done. It doesn't matter. They can't play in the Big 12 tournament. They can't. They're barred from anything. Which, yeah. again, our side quest or <laughs> side comment is bullshit. But yeah. then again, it's like, why would the, why would the players care at this point in the season? So that's why, that's why I think K-State's going to go down to Oklahoma State and they're going to dominate. I think they're going to dominate on Saturday. And then on Tuesday, it's going to be a dogfight. And this is at KU. So um, KU has just won two in a row in their first place, the Big 12 so far, uh, with six games left. And 
I want us to say, you know, you, you always say we want to win these games, but I, I honestly don't see we're, us winning that game. No, we're not going to win that game. We, I mean, again, we haven't beaten KU and Allen Fieldhouse in 06. Yeah. The odds of this team doing to break that streak are not great. <laughs> no, no. But funny things happen. You just never notice right. that one silly night. We just need one of those, and I will be so – I will party that night if we if we do. On Tuesday? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Call me up. I'll do it with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's an 8 o'clock tip-off, so I'll be watching. Yep. Yep. We'll be watching, and, you know, hopefully we got Nigel Pack and uh, going off again, shooting 70% from the floor and uh, and uh, the rest of the team picking it up. But I want to I wanna hear your opinion about the lineup. Do you do you like the new lineup? Do you think Ish Masood should be with the five and we should just go small basically at all times? I think we're faster. I agree. We oh, run. Yeah. If you could in ba- basketball, just run. They run better. And I think they should do that against KU. Oh, Stay absolutely. With them. Oh, well, K- I love KU it. plays their big guys. Get yeah. up and down the court, make you make their big guys tired. Get them tired. Exactly. I'm I'm all for it because our bigs are not no no and i hate i hate being that person that you talk crap on our own players but it's the freaking truth they're just not good yeah i mean our our four-star recruit can't catch the ball worth a crap um carlton lingard um or yeah carlton lingard has i think very good upside but i i think his iq needs i mean he needs to still work through a bunch of stuff he's young he, he he'll get better and then Easy Agu has just been – I mean, where did he go? He was really good at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and then he's I not doing anything. I don't, I don't understand what happened. Maybe it's a maybe it's like a discipline thing or he just hasn't been showing up to, you know, to practice, to, to you know, compete at practice or what. So, you know, our bigs just have been very underwhelming this year. And other teams know about it too. Yeah. So that's but, – but to your point, so – I like the small lineup, and my brother even pointed it out to me. So I think it should be Pack, uh, Noel, uh, McGurl, Mark Smith, and Ishmael We're fast, and we, and then Selton Miguel off the bench. And if we need to play anybody else, which we will because of foul trouble, then we can bring those other guys in. But you know, the Iowa State game was a prime indication of how. Like, what did I say at the beginning of the year? when we started doing K-State basketball, where's the yeah. easiest place to score at the basket? <laughs> yeah. Layups. Guess how we came back against Iowa State? Oh, there was like yeah. two or three steals and two or three fast breaks. Mike McGurl gets an and one to tie the game in the it's late running. Half. It's all just tr- playing with transition. Why are you like, why do some teams get rebounds? You see, you see the big guy get the rebound and then he sits there and he lets everybody get back. Why would you try scoring in the half court offense? Oh yeah, it's so, it's so dumb. Go get layups. Like yeah. seriously, layups are the easiest way to score. And if you don't score the layup, you're probably gonna get fouled. The rest yeah. of them call it almost every single time. Every time, yeah. And that's why they beat West Virginia. That's why they beat Iowa State. And that's why they've won, you know, four of the last five. Now I think they outtired Iowa State with all their with their small crew. Running. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you're running up the court and you're shooting layups, then you come back. The Iowa State's like, oh, well, they just scored a layup. What the heck are we going to do now? And K-State's, you know, jacked up. All the momentum's on their side. Yeah. And they have time to get back and rest on defense because Iowa State's still getting up the court. Yeah. Go get, go get the ball. That's insane. So, yeah. 
Okay. Rant of the day. Yes. <laughs> K-State at OSU on Saturday. K-State will win that game. I they hope so. Win. They will win I that hope game. so. And then at KU on Tuesday, uh, we hope they win that game. <laughs> Okay, come close. Make it a make it a yes. Competitive. At least at least uh, at least uh, make it respectable. Okay, Big Twelve Conference with uh, only a few, you know, two or three weeks left. KU at the top at ten and two. Texas Tech, Baylor at nine and four, tied for second. Texas at eight and five in the four spot. K State at the fifth spot, six and seven. TCU. At the six, at five and six, Oklahoma State at five and eight, Oklahoma at four and nine, Iowa State at four and nine, and West Virginia dead last at three and nine. Uh, projected to get uh, seven teams from the Big Twelve into the NCAA tournament, so pretty big deal for pretty good for the Big Twelve. Okay, Matt. So I want to hear your early Big Twelve tournament predictions. We can oh, go. Man. We can go game by game, or you can just say who you think is going to win it all. Who I think could win it all. Can I have like multiple scenarios? Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I even remember when I think way years back, and I hate, don't take this out of context, the Big 12 tournament, I and Bill Self even said a lot of teams don't like playing in it because it's right before the NCAA tournament because they it's just extra games, they get more fatigued. Right. And I could see KU losing second round. I mean, just losing early. Just things happen. Funny things happen in the Big 12 tournament. Mm-hmm. I honestly could see a Texas Tech, Baylor, and then maybe even Texas being a sleeper winning it. Right. Yeah. And I think K-State will win one game, maybe two in the tournament. But the, th- the thing about it, though, K-State's the five seed right now. Yeah, they're the five so, seed right now. So guess yeah. guess who we play in the first round, Texas. Yeah. So if, And we beat them by one earlier. It's going to be a tough game. Right. So who you got? Who do you, who do you think would win it? At, at this point, I mean, we still got a couple weeks left, but we're this is our early prediction. I got to go with Baylor. Baylor? All right. Yeah. All right. If I had to go game by game, so right now it would be KU versus the eight or nine, which the eight is Iowa State and the nine is West Virginia. So I think Iowa State would win that game and then play KU. I think KU would dominate that game. And then the two versus the seven, Baylor versus Oklahoma. Baylor's going to win that game, obviously. And then the three versus six, Texas Tech versus TCU. TCU's kind of fallen off the last couple of weeks. So I got Tech. And then Texas versus Kansas State. My early prediction, K-State wins that game. Because <laughs> K-State, yeah. they still have to play Texas one more time this year, but it's at home. And wait, did we play Texas twice? No, we already played Texas twice. We beat them by one. Yeah. yeah. They, they beat us at home. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Hold on. Hold on. Let me look at the schedule. I got to figure this out. I got to pull it up, so it'll be quick. I don't remember. I don't remember the first game, if so. Oh, that's right. It was a COVID game. That's right. Because we were ahead. By law. I thought... We were ahead for like the first couple minutes and then. It just tech... fell apart. Yeah, exactly. But we only had like seven guys that game. So, yeah, I, I do remember that game. Okay. So, I think I think Texas or K-State gets the revenge on Texas and gets the rubber match from the, from the Longhorns. 
And then it would be Baylor versus um, Texas Tech. I think Baylor wins that game. If we were to play KU in the tournament, KU's beat us like every single time in the tournament. Yeah. Every, we, every time we play them. So I'll take – I'm sorry I, I had to take KU. Yeah. I apologize. And then it would be Baylor and KU. Frick, I had to take Baylor too, I guess. So both of us think Baylor win the Big 12 tournament. And like you said, I mean, KU, they're already on track to win the regular season championship. So who cares if they win the – tournament <laughs> tournament's kind of like oh it's your last shot if you want to the tournament is for like it's mainly for the automatic bids for like the lower conferences really yeah or or teams that are just like hot towards the end of the year and then you know and those those like 500 teams that somehow win the tournament and then they get into the big dance yeah and then they get like a 14 seed and get just wrecked by duke or or uh, kentucky or mm-hmm. ku even so Anyway, okay. Hey, all you sports and health nerds out there. It's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners. Read about the best green superfood and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station. Even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8 Minute Fitness is for you. Moving on. Other sports, I believe, is next. That would be correct. Uh. Super Bowl reactions. So the Rams won the Super Bowl 23 to 20. Matt Stafford led his team down the field in the final five minutes of the game and scored a touchdown to Cooper Cup, the Super Bowl MVP. And Aaron Donald forced the fourth uh, fourth down turnover on downs for the Bengals' last possession. What what did you think of the Super Bowl, Matt? I I, I'm more of a defensive guy. Like that was, I I think it was a hard fought game. I'm really glad Matthew Stafford had one, but I, I um, got his uh, Super Bowl and I'm Aaron Donald. Glad he got one too. For a while though, it was actually pretty boring. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Well, yeah. it it went quick too. Like, yeah, the whole, like the whole game just flew by. Even like with the halftime show mixed in there, just I mean three and a half hours, we're done. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I thought. I mean, I'm right there with you. I thought it was a. I thought it was a decent Super Bowl. Uh, p- people were saying like, "Oh, it's one of the best Super Bowls ever." No, it it wasn't like that no. because it just it didn't feel like there was any like fireworks in the game. I mean, it was just, yeah, there wasn't like just, moment like big momentum right. shifts. No, I mean each team was in it the entire time, but they just it seemed like they both just played like normal football. Um, but you got to imagine what the game would have been like if uh, Joe Burrow had an offensive line, especially on that last play of the game where Donald threw Joe Burrow to the ground. But uh, he had, if he had any more time, Jamar Chase burned uh, Jalen Ramsey downfield. Mm-hmm. So he would, he probably would have hit him up, and then they would have taken the lead with less than a minute. So I don't know. Uh, what did you think of the halftime show? I thought it was pretty good. You thought it was good? I mean. Yeah, I did. I mean, it was pretty good. I'll, I'll admit. I I was. I mean, I was a fan. I was a fan yeah. of it. P- 
people were also saying that the halftime show was the best halftime show ever, but I feel like they cut it off short. Like, yeah, I feel like it could have gone on a little longer or had some extra flair to it, but you know, they kept it simple and. Of course, of course, it was a lot easier because the the halftime show and last year's Super Bowl was pretty weak. So, <laughs> they, yeah, they kept they kept it simple, and you know the whole the whole Super Bowl as a whole kind of relied on uh, on nostalgia because like even the commercials were that way too. They, they, again, they were like, did you, what do you think of the commercials? average i mean not like, even average below average. Like they get, I, I swear they get worse every year like they're like, not even the last no. five years have been terrible they're not the angle isn't to be funny anymore and they're just trying to be they're just trying to stand out with some poetic blah 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 i don't know the lebron commercial is already annoying me because it plays all the freaking time where he's like talking to his past self do you remember that one yeah, the LeBron. I mean, it was cool to see like a younger LeBron, but like, I mean, it was like you said, it was kind of nostalgic, I guess, yeah. for him. But it, just, just the whole Super Bowl in general, just nostalgia. And I think, I think Gen Z and Gen X, or not Gen Z, but Gen X and the Millennials, they probably loved it the most. <laughs> yeah, and they should have had member member berries on those. <laughs> yeah, they probably all had member berries. Yeah, uh, I love to remember Eminem. Yeah, member. Oh, remember Snoop Dogg? He smoked <laughs> weed before the this halftime show, and everybody made a big deal out of it. Remember? Member. <laughs> um. I so remember. yeah, Rams beat the Bengals, but the Bengals covered, so I won that bet. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I think overall my five bets, I I lost three of them, so I ended up losing like three bucks. So who cares? <laughs> And if I have a gambling problem, I'll talk to you, Matt. Good. Good. I'm here to help. Other other sports. K-State baseball kicks off their season tomorrow in Arlington, Texas at the Rangers Stadium against Arizona, number number 10, Arizona. So that'll be a tough game. And then Saturday versus Michigan. That's the other game I couldn't remember. And then Sunday against Auburn. So really, really tough task for the uh, Bat Cats this weekend, and and you know we were discussing uh, after the last podcast that uh, late or early in May when K State plays KU, KU. We're, we're gonna have to have a trip up to Manhattan and go watch some baseball and do some tailgating. Get all the guys and we can just have a good time. Hopefully yeah. it's nice weather. Maybe even get some sound bites for the podcast. Uh, we'll share them with everybody. But yeah. Oh, it'll be a good time. Hopefully, hopefully it is nice weather by May. Really, really uh, praying for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then other other sports. The MLB lockout continues. Uh, this is from ESPN. MLB lockout talks about to, to resume Thursday with MLBPA's response to the club's to club's plan. Uh, MLB union meeting again with players set to make counter offer. And then this is Craig carton at craig carton live mlb playoff format is set uh mlb playoff sorry mlb playoff format is set god he just wrote this out so poorly the new playoff format is set seven team playoff per league team with best record gets a bye and goes to the divisional series top remaining divisional winner picks opponent from the four wildcard teams and wow. plays best of three all home games. And then the third divisional winner does the same. 
and then the final other two teams play each other. So pretty cool that they are changing up the uh, playoff format. Um, and then another thing I saw today is that meeting happened today for the uh, Players Association and the MLB. And supposedly the meeting lasted about 20 minutes. So I can't imagine. Uh, well. I, can't, I, can't, I can't imagine that it went well. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's any indication, and I haven't really checked since this afternoon, but if that's any, any indication of whether spring training is going to happen or not, it's starting to look more and more bleak. So let's hope they get a deal within the next couple of weeks. If they don't have half a spring training, who cares? Um, as long as they start on time for the regular season. Uh, Matt, any thoughts? Well, I was actually going to text you about because they, they're continuing a lot. Do, do you think – so how do I say this? Is, is the season going to start later then? Like everything seems to be really confusing, at least to me. Like what's – So as, as of right now, they're, you know, whatever happens, if they don't get a deal done soon – yeah. The, only, the only thing that's going to be canceled as of right now would be spring training. Now, hopefully, you know, whether pending whether they get a deal done, the regular season will start on, you know, when it's scheduled um, in the end of March. So opening day, I think, is March 31st or something or April 1st or whatever. Um, however, if they don't get a deal done, they'll just cancel part of the season. Uh, until they get a deal done and then really what's going to happen is then the players are going to get their salaries prorated because they didn't play a complete season so that's what they don't want to happen because yeah. really, really the whole deal is the players um, the players are asking for more money as far as like minimum wages and even like minor league salaries too I think is mixed in there and then possibly well then they switched the uh, some rules and of course the playoff format but primarily it's money the players think they deserve more money and the mlb thinks they don't deserve more money and it's just it's this back and forth full crap where nothing's getting done so uh, they they would they need to get a deal done before opening day otherwise with then you know we're in trouble <laughs> yeah and in all honesty i mean it could probably take a while because you're dealing with the corporation and the players and um, and they're they're only meeting like once a week so what like how are you going to get anything done if you're only having one or two meetings a week like i don't know and like the players association has presented a proposal the mlb has presented a proposal and both sides are just not budging at all like one person proposes and it's declined and the other side proposes something a counter offer and that's decline, and there's just no middle ground so far. So, and that's that's as much as I know about it. I'm sure things have changed even since this afternoon. But um, next week, next week on the podcast, hopefully we have some good news as far as the Major League Baseball season. Well, they need to figure something out because we plan on going to Ro- a Rockies game, and they do two dollar Coors Lights for, <laughs> for, for four hours before the game. So, the Rockies games are actually pretty fun. Absolutely, yeah. Rockies game. Royals game and um, Cardinals game. Oh, those are the three stadiums I want to visit this summer, if I have time for it. But we'll see. I did. If you go to Rockies, let me know. We that, that was that was that was fun. Absolutely. Well, that's about all I got for the podcast, Matt. What are you doing this weekend? 
I'm going to a concert in Manhattan tomorrow with some buddies. That'll be gonna be a good time. Who's playing? Casey Donahue. Nice, nice. And that's at the hat. Yes, sir. Nice. So you taking a half day tomorrow and then heading out? Yeah, just uh, taking a little half day and then heading out and doors open at seven and which is kind of dangerous, but have a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. You staying at Taylor Martins? Yes, sir. Taylor Martin. Taylor Martin. Shout out Taylor Martin. Um, I don't have much going on this weekend. I'm just chilling in Springfield. We'll see see what the weekend has in, in store for me. So, uh, shout out to my coworker Andrew. He turned 30 today. So maybe we'll maybe we'll hang out, but we'll see. Um, and that's really it. That's all I got. Um, talked about some K State basketball, Super Bowl, and K State baseball, and we're kind of all over the place today. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all I got. Matt, any final thoughts? No, that's that's about it. Um, follow us on Twitter. We're getting some more followers. We'd like to, for you guys to follow us. Absolutely, at the locker room. Follow us there, and uh, also let us know. I've been I, I sent a tweet out today uh, about a little doodle that I had, um, thinking about adjusting our logo a little bit and making it a little more professional. But we'll see what happens with, with that. And then also perhaps on our next podcast we'll start our. Uh, and Matt brought this up. I think you got this idea from um, one of our guys we follow on Twitter, but our top um, football players from K-State football, like top 150 or so, whatever, football players. Remember that? Yeah, we should we should start doing that when spring ball starts. So we'll start doing that, and we'll we'll go down. We'll create a list together and discuss some some former K-State football players. Um, although, you know, we'll talk about one or, you know, however many on each podcast until football, football season starts, which is, you know, six months away. But <laughs> we can we can cover a lot a lot of ground in that in that time span. But anyway, yeah. okay. Uh, my name is Jacob. His name is Matt. This has been another edition of the Leca Room Sports Media Podcast. I hope everybody has a wonderful Friday. And have a great day. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.